0: Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to come to you with more biblical concepts for contemporary living. I want you to stay tuned because in this particular message, I'm going to be speaking from a theme that will cause you to celebrate not only what you go through, but how you come out. And so, I want you to note, The theme that I will be using today is see me going in, check me coming out. We serve a God who brings you out. I don't sing like I used to sing, but if I did, I would sing, he'll bring you out, he'll bring you out. Oh, praise his name, yeah. he'll bring you out. Yeah. That's what the old folk used to say. Yeah. He'll bring you out. Yeah. Yeah. The devil can put you in, but he can't bring you out. Didn't yeah. yeah. listen to me. I said there are times where we ought to go in crazy praise. Yeah. So I want the music high. I want the atmosphere full. Yeah. Because if you don't want to open up your mouth, we're going to let the rocks cry out for you. Because he is worthy of our praise. So give me some mic. Let me make some noise. Because he is worthy. I will lift up my voice in the sanctuary. Because he is worthy to be praised. Sustained our lives, protected us, brought us through. Hallelujah. Now, I've employed these two verses. Revelation 12, 14 and Song of Solomon, chapter 8, verse 5. Now, they may not appear to be connected. In fact, biblically and homiletically, they are not. They do not follow in what is known as biblical sequence. But they speak the language that is required for us to understand that there will come times in your life and times in my life when you and I will have to go through. But what is even a greater point for celebration is that we come out. That's why we're here this morning. I I had called, I, I, I spoke with, with with some people who were on a cruise ship in the midst of the storm. And I listened to the horror that they went through. But what blessed me was that at the end of the conversation, about ain't God good? And they said it so loud. I said, oh, 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 yes, he is. Because when we get out, we forget (laughs) what we came through. Are you listening to me? You know, so so there ought to be a sense in which we are grateful for for these two passages because they express and they identify for us the going in, but also the coming out. Got it? The going in and the coming out. It's important for us to appreciate that uh, this particular passage in the book of Revelation is really referring to the early era of Christendom. When you read in this chapter, you will see from verse 1 that there is something going on in the heavens. It's referred to as a wonder. There are some things that are going on in heaven. The first thing that comes out is that you see a woman coming down and she is pregnant. She's got the moon under her feet and the sun around her shoulders. This woman is pregnant, and she's about ready to give birth. But Satan, in the form of a dragon, is waiting to just devour and destroy that child as soon as it's born. But this child and this woman gives us two messages. One, it is the message of the birth of Jesus. It also is the birth of the church because the woman represents the church. And this woman and her child are under attack by Satan or the dragon. It expresses for us some insight and detail about the early struggle of the church. So then when you look at this passage, you've got to also consider yourself. And that is that when you think about it, some of us don't even realize that we were not supposed to be here because according to satanic plan, you would not make it. There are battles over you because the enemy knows that every generation coming is a generation born that will praise the Lord. So what he tries to do is interrupt it. Oh, well, let me take my time and go through this thing. That's his plan to get rid of the babies. And in particular, the male ones. Because the male ones are the progenitors. So he wants to get rid of all the males. Going back to Moses' day. His parents had to hide him for three months. To preserve him against the attack that came down through a decree. Kill all the males, but let the girls live. Read it for yourself. And what you will find is that this business never stops. So you come all the way through because the devil's aim was to get rid of Jesus. Because if he could just get rid of Jesus, then he will have no problem with ruling and ruining the rest of us. But I'm grateful that the Bible said that he did not, could not kill Jesus. Because the Bible says in that same chapter, and she brought forth, say she brought forth. She brought forth her child. The devil brought all of his gang with him. The Bible says here, the third part of heaven. In other words, he had those fallen angels that left heaven with him to gang up on this woman and her child. And by the way, mothers, he still has that plan to ruin you and your child and to make sure that he intervenes into your family life so that he can destroy any possibility of God getting glory out of your house. That's why the preservation of family is so serious and so important. We forget that the very first structure that God ever put together a social structure, it was the family and out of the family would come his glory. Out of the family, no no, no refrigerator, but out of his family will come the glory. Uh, uh, I, I don't have carpet on my floor, but out of the family will come. My kids will never get to college, but out of my family will come. Uh, you're not listening to me. So that the devil warns your family because when he destroys your family, he destroys all the possibilities of what God had planned and purposed for you and for your family. Well, as always, we have three points to this message. One, the radiant woman, the war in heaven, and the wilderness release. Stay tuned, you're going to be blessed to see not only how we go into, but also how we come out. He's still mad, say he's still mad. But the dragon was cast out of heaven. That old serpent called the devil and Satan. He gives him all his titles. Look at this. Serpent, devil, and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. Verse 9. Yeah. He was cast out into the earth. You know where we are? Yeah. We're in the earth realm. Yeah. He and his angels were cast out with him. The devil is real. Yeah. You remember years ago, there was a man called Flip Wilson. Had a TV program, and he would, had this little, coin this little phrase, the devil made me do it. And but you know, it was a joke to a lot of people. Yeah. Devil, say, the devil made me do it. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. A lot of what happens is because he made you do it. Yeah. And so, that's there's some truth to what the man was saying. Now, what I'm saying here is that this radiant woman is now under attack. And the devil is determined to destroy. He's still determined to destroy the church. Ah, but verse 11 says, and they overcame him. How? By the blood of the lamb. And by what? Their word of testimony. For what? They love not their lives unto the death. Therefore, watch this, rejoice ye heavens, And ye that dwell in them, woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time." Is the word plain? Now, say, say, say this. Say, he attacked, the woman. he attacked the woman. But then if you keep reading, you're going to see, read with me in verse 13. And when the dragon saw that he was cast unto the earth, he persecuted who? The woman, the woman which what? Brought forth the man child. Well, look at this now. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place where she is nourished for time and times and half times from the face of the serpent. God has ways of preserving his earth. God has a way of putting you in a place so that you don't even have to deal with Satan. He puts you in a place of exclusion. So the devil can't get to you. Yes. But while you're there, he's still sustaining you yes. and keeping you. Yeah. My friends are gone. Yeah. All my buddies left me. You need to praise God. Yeah. <laughs> Seem like I'm all alone over here. Have you been there? Huh? See, you feel abandoned. You're not abandoned. You're placed. She was sent to a place. She was sent, and you and I have to get this mature spiritual perspective that understands that there are times when God wants to get you out of the group. God wants to set you apart and sanctify you so that when the time comes for you to be used, you don't have all this contamination from <laughs> So there are times when God will pick you up and place you over hell. And why you over I don't know why. Everybody else is gone. Everybody else is having a great time. Everybody else is good. What's wrong with me? He's preserving you. Right. He's preserving you. Amen. I'm talking about being in. Hallelujah. You see me Hallelujah. as I go in. <laughs> it looks like I'm abandoned. <laughs> you see me going in. And you say, well, what happened with him? What happened with her? How come?" You know that would have never happened. You know how we are. We, we, we set up our own court system. You know we, we have our own tribunal. Am, am I right? Am I right? Huh? We're gonna tell everybody why the person's in that. And you know, you better worry about yourself. You better take care of your own business. Okay. Listen to me now. Say, say, say. The reason why. The reason why he sent her there was to get her out of the way. There was a time when the church in this era was obscure, present but obscure. Wow. This is the period when Roman papacy was taking full authority and persecuting the church. Yeah. Yeah. All right. what a Roman papacy. Chur- study church history, you see, okay? And, and what you'll discover is that the devil thinks we are abandoned. We are not. We are being preserved. <laughs> when, when, when there are some things, honey, honey, remember your mother used to put all that stuff into bottles? And and, and, see, and then it had to be a certain kind of bottle, and then if and she put a top one in and locked it down. I never seen that in my life. And I said, oh, What I went to praise, all these bottles got all this food in them. What for? Let's eat that stuff. No, it's not the right thing. There will come a time when you'll reach back in there and pull out what you put back there to serve you for the present time. There are times when God is setting you up not for where you are, but for where you're going. That's why you're going to have to start putting on the stuff that you're going to need for where you're going and not where you are. Don't get your mind fixed on where you are because God is only setting you there for a period of time. Well, you may have noticed that she went into the wilderness because she was under attack. But when she comes out, she's leaning on her beloved, Jesus the Christ. And so I pray that as you have tuned in to this telecast, you will know that no matter whatever you go through, all of the attacks you may have to experience. You will come out, and when you come out, you'll be celebrating as you lean upon your beloved. So until next time, when I shall come to you with more biblical concepts for contemporary living, I pray that God will bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living.